All right, here we go with the news for April 30th, 2020. Things are, well, things are still dire, but we are getting through this, and we're starting to figure this all out. But trucking has seemed to slow down a little bit, so let's get on with the news. And, of course, it's more COVID-19 crap, but there's some other stuff, too. All right, here we go. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right. This is, uh, well, I guess this is not unexpected. The uh, Union Pacific Steam Club, you know, they run the uh, Union Pacific Big Boy and also the the, the, the living legend. Uh, well, they were on their tour and they decided for 2020 they're going to go ahead and cancel the 2020 tour. So they're going to pick it up full steam. How do you like how he did that full steam in 2021? So their biggest concern is people showing up to see the steam engines and, you know, getting a little too close and, you know, stuff like that. So it makes sense. So I'm sure they'll have those things running even better yet. We'll be looking forward to them running in 2021. That's too bad. I saw them twice. I saw the, I saw the uh, Union Pacific Big Boy twice this year and uh, it was just fantastic last year was just fantastic so hopefully things will get back to normal so we'll see what happens uh let's move on to amtrak since we're doing the train stuff amtrak pacific surfliner continues to provide train service for essential travel only okay so the amtrak specific pacific not specific the amtrak pacific surfliner continues to provide so what it is is this thing's still flowing you know, it's 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 doing what it's got to do, and Amtrak's doing, but it's for essential travel only. So, you know, if you have to do anything, you know, check with Amtrak. You got a vacation coming up. Make sure your rail line's still running. All right, let's get on with the trucking news. All right, this one's kind of interesting. Between up until May first, Taco Bell in Irvine is turning their corporate headquarters into a drive-through, basically. And they're giving out free food to truckers, fire department, people like that. So if you're down there in Irvine, California, it's uh, the event is held at One Glen Bellway, Irvine, California. Uh, it's not too far outside of L.A. Just head over there and Taco Bell will give you a free meal and just follow the signage. Uh, it says here, during the event, Taco Bell will turn headquarters driveway into a makeshift drive through for those in the workforce who drive large essential service vehicles, including semi-trucks, fire trucks, ambulances, and police vehicles. The company notes that many of these vehicles won't fit in a standard drive through At the drive through truckers will be able to pick up a free cravings box filled with a crunch wrap, supreme bean burrito, cinnamon twist, and a Baja Blast. Not sure what a Baja Blast is. I think it's some kind of sugary drink, probably. The event is taking place at One Glen Bellway, or One Glen Bellway, Irvine, California, Taco Bell headquarters. 
That's pretty cool. So just, you know, head on down there and follow the signs. Uh, it's pretty cool. It says here, uh, drivers who want to take play part are asked to go to, or asked to Glen Bellway Road or Glen Bellway and then follow the signage. Good for you, Taco Bell. Good way to step up to the plate. We like that. Well, here we go again. Well, at least this one isn't shutting down. Looks like Mullen Group, which, you know, one of the largest trucking companies up in Canada, they are laying off a thousand workers. They got some money set aside to help people out, so hopefully things will work out. But, well, you know how things are going these days. We'll have to hope things for the work for the best, but it looks like they got, they're laying off a thousand people. And earlier this week, Saskatchewan Oil Service Trucking Company, Fast Food Service, or Fast Trucking Service, laid off 250 of its 350 employees amid economic slowdown triggered by the COVID-19 pandemic and an oil price war taking place between Saudi Arabia and Russia. Oh, the excitement just never ends. All right. Hopefully things will get back to normal and we'll get back to work. Let's move on. All right, trucker faces life in prison after he's allegedly caught with $1.7 million in cash. Looks like 51-year-old truck driver Ed Edgardo Serrano is facing charges of money laundering and conspiracy to possess with intent to distribute cocaine, according to an April 24th press release with the U.S. Attorney's Office with the Southern District of Texas. According to a criminal complaint filed on April 18th, authorities discovered $1.7 million in cash hidden in Serrano's truck during a search of the vehicle conducted at a repair shop in Hidalgo, Texas, on April 17th. The U.S. Attorney's Office says the cash is believed to be proceeds from an illegal narcotics sale. Well, we know a driver didn't have that much cash on him for any good reasons, hopefully. Well, good luck, Serrano. Hopefully things will work out for you. All right, it looks like the U.S. Border Patrol is issuing an alert to the public about an uptick in human smuggling using tractor trailers. All right, apparently, you know, just keep an eye out. They're, they're uh, you know, they're taking these people, they're shoving them in these trailers, and they're trying to move them across the border, and a lot of these people die doing this stuff. They're desperate, but we don't want them to die, so just keep an eye on this stuff. And uh, if you're a driver that does this and somebody dies while you're doing it, you're going to jail. You're going to be going to jail for a long time, so think twice about doing something like this. All right, this one's a biggie. It's going to take me a while to go through this section. Okay, federal authorities who will soon be handing out hundreds of thousands of masks to truckers across the U.S. The Federal Motor Safety Administration has announced that it will coordinate the distribution of 800,000 free masks for truck drivers at dozens of locations across the country in the coming days. The Department of Homeland Security, Federal Emergency Management Agency, and the Department of Transportation will be assisting in the mask distribution operation. FMCSA is currently delivering the mask and plans to distribute them to drivers over the next few days. You can view mass distribution locations here. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and read these off. So go ahead and rewind if you got to hear it. Okay, we're going to go state by state. All right, here we go. This is going to take a few minutes. Arkansas, I-30 east-west at mile marker 93.2, 2.1 miles east of 84. Alma, I-40 east and west at Arkansas, Oklahoma border. Hope, I-30 east and west of Arkansas, Texas border. Riverside, I-40 west at Arkansas, Tennessee border. And Bridgeport, I-55 west at Arkansas, Tennessee border. California, I-5 northbound at Melmark 203 outside of Los Angeles. Possible other, other locations include rest stops and port of entries or border crossings. 
All right. You know, they should do that at the uh, bug station. That would be perfect because all the trucks have to stop at the bug station. That'd be great. You know, when you pull into the state of California. All right, Georgia. I-75 South Bell, mile marker 179 in Forsyth, Juliet, Georgia, just north of Macon, Georgia. Okay, Georgia inspection stations. I-85 southbound at Georgia, South Carolina border. I-95 southbound at Georgia, South Carolina border. I-75 southbound at Georgia, Tennessee border. I-85 northbound at Georgia, Alabama border. I-95 northbound at Georgia, Florida border. I-20 westbound at Georgia, South Carolina border. I-20 westbound at Georgia, Alabama border. And I-16 westbound from Savannah Port area. That's a mile marker 144. Illinois, eastbound on I-80-294 at mile marker 1. I-55 southbound, mile marker 108, Williamsville scale. I might be hitting that one myself. All right, Indiana. I-70 eastbound and westbound on mile marker 107. Indiana, rest areas. I-65 southbound at mile marker 150. I-65 northbound at mile marker 72. I-70 eastbound at mile marker 107. I-70 eastbound at mile marker 65. Nebraska, westbound at I-80 at mile marker 431 near Omaha. That's another easy one for people to get to. Uh, Nebraska two-day event locations. Uh, day one, April 29th. Oh, shit, that's, that's already today. Well, I guess we're going to have to blow day one. Day two. We'll just start off with day two because you'll still be able to hear this, hopefully. But anyway, day two, Groner Truck Parking Area, Interstate 80, mile marker 375 westbound, Waverly eastbound, Interstate 80, that's a mile marker 415, Waverly westbound on I-80, mile marker 415 westbound, North Platte eastbound, Interstate 80, mile marker 180 eastbound, North Platte westbound, Interstate 80. 80, mile marker 181 westbound. Nebraska City, eastbound westbound, Highway 2, mile marker 501 eastbound westbound. Fremont, northbound westbound, Highway 77 slash 275, mile marker 123, northbound southbound. Hebron, Highway 81 at northbound southbound, mile marker 4 at northbound southbound. Now that's those ones there was just on the 30th of April, okay, uh, 2020 now. Let's move on to New York. Northbound on I-87 and mile marker 33, just north of New York City, Slothsburg, New York. All right, Texas. I-35 northbound at mile marker 362A, approximately five miles south of Hillsboro, midway between Dallas and Fort Worth and Waco. Woo, let me get some water up. All right, I had to get some water. Woo, that was a big one. Okay, here we go, Texas. All Texas inspection sites. Mount Pleasant, I-30, Queen City, U.S. 59, New Waverly, I-45, Falfures, U.S. 281, that's F-A-L-F-U-R-R-I-A-S, Riviera, U.S. 77, Penwell, I-20, Divine, 135, and Sequin, uh, maybe I'm not, probably not saying that right, that's on the 110. Wow, that was a list, huh? The move to distribute masks comes after the Owner Operators Drivers Association wrote to President Trump early in April asking the government to provide personal protective equipment, PPE, for truck drivers who are considered essential workers and at the front lines of the fight against coronavirus. 
Similarly, the Trucking Crate Group, Small Business and Transportation Coalition, called on Trump to provide truckers with PPE in an April 22nd letter. Drivers are traveling across the country without access to gloves, masks, hand sanitizer. With an operational budget of $665 million for uh, fiscal year 2019, surely the Motor Carrier Safety Administration has funding available in this budget to make this a reality. According to the National Transportation Policy to keep the supply chain intact, since the coronavirus outbreak began, a number of locations require all people who are on public to wear a mask. In some areas, those who don't comply will be denied service, fined, or even jailed. All right, those are the places that I know of that they put out. All right? So just look out FMC, you know, Google FMCSA uh, mask, and you'll be able to pop it up. Or go to the CDL Life uh, webpage. They get a list there. They get a nice list. So that's what's going on. Whew, that was a, that was a, that was a, that one went on for quite a while. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here's one I'm not so sure. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. But Trump to order meat processing plants to remain open. Basically, what it comes down to is Trump will use the Defense Production Act to mandate that meat processing plants remain open. According to reporting on Tuesday from Bloomberg, the Defense Production Act gives the federal government increased authority to control industrial production during times of crisis. Wow. Trump's executive order will designate meat processing plants as critical infrastructure. Now, let's keep in mind, the move comes after 22 meat processing plants have shuttered in the past two months due to outbreaks of coronavirus among workers. All right, so here's what it comes down to. The workers are getting sick. They're closing the plants down because the workers are sick. Not because they don't want to sell you meat. They're closing because the workers are sick. All right? So... You can order this stuff all you want, but do we really want sick workers in the meat production plants making the meat? And if the workers are sick, where are they going to get the workers? The uh, Smithfield Foods up in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where are they going to get the workers? You know, this place is huge. No, they're not going to. This is just a silly thing. They should do what they can to try to protect the people, try to keep them, you know, give them some, I don't know, some medical aid, whatever, do some extra testing, but... You know, ordering them to stay open is just ridiculous. These corporations do not want to close. They're just closing because people are getting sick. And they have to decontaminate their plants when people get sick. So it's just, I don't know. Think what you want on this one. But I think ordering them to stay open is just kind of silly because that's what they want to do. They want to stay open. So we'll see what happens. All right, there we go. Drivers share their top eight concerns about truck driving during a pandemic. A recent survey of truck drivers ranked their top concerns about driving during the COVID-19 crisis. Workbound, a company that specializes in improving driver retention by helping companies deliver driver feedback, recently released a report that analyzed drivers' comments about COVID-19. All right, so here we go. I'll just break down here. Number eight, benefits. 2% of submitted comments expressed concern over their driver employment benefits, such as health insurance, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Number seven, necessities. 3% submitted comments dealt with concerns over access to food and drink as the pandemic forced the closure of dining restaurants across the country. Well, you just got to get things to go. You, you Believe me, you can get food. You just got to work a little harder, that's all. Uh, most of us don't sit down in the dining restaurants anyway. Work. 12% of respondents say that they are worried about slow freight or that they are having a tough time finding loads. Yeah, things are starting to slow down. I'm seeing more parking at the rest areas. Planning, number five, 16% of comments indicated that drivers were concerned about how to plan for new challenges presented by 
COVID-19. These challenges included obtaining uh, COVID-19 testing and how to deal with the facilities that are closed due to the virus. Yeah, things are getting weird out there. Risk, 17% that they were worried about exposing themselves or family members. Yeah, it's not shocking. You know, obviously they don't want to go into hotspot areas like New York. Sanitation, 19, 19% of comments addressed the very... The word over driver access to hand wash facilities and sanitation supplies like cleaning supplies and hand sanitizer. To morale, 21% of comments involved driver morale. Many drivers expressed pride at being able to keep the U.S. supply chain moving, while others said that the virus had given them a more a negative outlook on trucking and increased their sense of isolation. Well, you know, right now is when you want to be isolated, so I don't really see this as being much of a problem. You know, we're... As drivers, it's kind of a good thing we're isolated right now anyway. Pay. 20 26% of comments. The issue of this top mind of drivers during a COVID-19 outbreak. Many drivers that say they do not feel that they were being adequately compensated for the risk that they were taking during a pandemic. Others mentioned that they wanted relief from truck payments or tuition payments to trucking schools. Work Hound points out that many comments fall into multiple categories, so the percentages listed will not equal 100%. Well, there you go. There's the... There's the things people are talking about when they're applying for a job. I'm sure there's a lot more things they're talking about, but those are just a few. All right, let's get moving on. We're almost at the end of it. All right, this one's kind of interesting. And it's a truck driver story, but it's a waitress, all right? This is pretty cool. All right, an alert Lebanon waitress saved a truck driver from burning to death in the cab of his big rig before dawn Tuesday morning. Phyllis Banfield, who's been waitressing in Uncle Pete's truck stop for nearly 23 years, had just pulled into the truck stop in Sparta Pike for the breakfast shift when she spied something out of the ordinary across the road in the parking lot of Four Winds Restaurant, I-40, exit 139. The morning, this morning at 4.52 a.m., I saw a little fire over there and thought it was somebody burning garbage, Banfield said, and it seemed to be progressing. Then I saw it was hay on the back of a truck, so she called 911. There were seven or eight people standing around watching. I went across the road and beat on the door, and the guy looked out, and, told, and I told him, the truck is on fire. Get out. Get out. I still had the phone in my hand was talking to 911. I told him, you better come over here. The guy just got out <laughs> The guy just got out of, got out his underwear, and then he jumped back inside to get his pants on and go back. They had to go back in in a couple of minutes. He lost everything in the truck but his pants, shirt, and shoes. The cab and load of hay were totaled. Trucker Matt Ramsey, Rutledge in East Tennessee, briefly shared his close call with death, saying, I've holed over here about 1 o'clock in the morning with a load of straw. I went to sleep a little before 5 a.m., Miss Banfield saw the load was on fire. She woke me up. I'd say she saved my life. I might have woke up. I might have never woke up. You never know. Recalled Banfield. I'd say after the after he got out, seven minutes later, everything was burnt to a crisp. He came over here just got a, just a little while ago and said, "Thank you for saving my life this morning." You know what? I hope he gave her a big old tip because uh, that was pretty cool. All right, waitress Banfield and Uncle Pete's Travel Center. Awesome. We love it. That's what we want to see. Way to step up to the plate. All right, let's get moving on. All right, that's all we got for the trucking news. Let's get on with car news. Now, this one I find fascinating. Ford Performance introduces all-electric Mustang Cobra Jet 1400 Ford's first factory fully electric dragster prototype. This thing does look pretty badass. All right. They don't have no numbers here on how fast it'll go or anything like that, but I imagine... You know, those electric wheels are right off the line. It's just going to be amazing. I can't wait to see this thing run. It's uh, going to be interesting. 
Oh, let's see what we got here. Yeah, this thing is just, I'm looking at the video of this thing and it's just amazing. Oh, the acceleration off the line is just, fellow electric Mustang Cobra Jet 1400. Well, coming soon. That's going to be different anyway. So, what are you going to do? I love me the Mustang though. So, alright. Check out the video. Just look up Cobra Jet all electric vehicle and you'll see a video on it on YouTube, I'm sure. Alright, that's all we got. It's that time of year. I gotta get ready for work. I gotta go to California. Stay out of trouble. Uh, try not to catch COVID. Wash your hands. Stay out of trouble, alright? And I'll talk to y'all later.